All right, Skull King Nation, we are back with another interview in our Inside Look series as we uh, prepare for the NFL draft. Currently, right now, the, the NFL Combine is going on as we are doing these interviews. And right now, we want to welcome our, our next guest. Um, he is the voice of the San Jose Spartans football team, as well as the he is the voice on the radio feed of the um, video game uh, MLB The Show. He does the Road to the Show uh, uh, radio feed. Mr. Justin Allegri. Justin, thank you for coming on the show for, uh, with us today. Well, thank you so much for, for a great introduction. Uh, you, you can drop the mister. That's just fine. But uh, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Not a problem. It, you know, just, I do it with everyone. So, <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's talk about Josh Oliver. Uh, he, hasn't gotten, let's, he hasn't really gotten as much publicity, I think, as, as a lot of the, the, some of the tight ends like um, recently, we just did an interview with Iowa about uh, their two tight ends, Noah Fant and T.J. Hawkinson. Um, Oliver was a little, Josh Oliver was a little bit, um, a little bit kind of under the radar. I think partially because of the, to be kind, the poor season that uh, San Jose State had this last year, going one and eleven. But uh, just kind of going over his stats: six five, two forty nine, uh, had fifty six receptions, a little over seven hundred yards, and four touchdowns. Kind of give us an overview of Josh Oliver and his game this season. Being overlooked based upon wins and losses, it's it's hard to get a player uh, really national attention when the team doesn't elevate the program to a spot where where individuals can be seen in, in that high level. And, and I think uh, Josh, over the last two years, has been filing underneath that category because the Spartans just haven't had the wins or you're even been up there in the tops of the Mountain West Conference. But I, I, in terms of what he can do and his capabilities as a tight end, he, he's every bit uh, of an NFL guy. I mean, he passes the eye test. He puts in all kinds of work in the weight room. One of the hardest workers I've ever seen in the weight room. Uh, he, he can run with a, with a DB. He, he can play underneath. He can, uh, he can pass block. He can kind of do it all. And, and he's a great receiver. He's really worked on that over the years. So when, when you look at the overall uh, I think everything's there, but I, I think the thing that has hurt him the most is, is not getting those scouts' eyes on him as much as maybe he would like and, and uh, to give him the best opportunity. But I, I think now coming up to the combine, he's going to prove himself and, and show that he's that high-level receiver and uh, pass-blocking tight end that, that the NFL is looking for. Yeah, uh, a lot of these guys, have, I've done some looking, kind of uh, gone onto YouTube and, and looked at some of their game tape and everything. And, and with Josh, it's been a little bit hard to find game tape. You have to actually go into, um, you know, there's not really any highlights of him. You have to actually dig into the game and kind of um, go step by step. But just from what I've been able to find of, of Josh's game, really solid hands. Um, he's able to find gaps in, in zones very, very easily. He, he has He's very... Um, very football aware of where he is on the field, how to get open, where he where he needs to be, um, and his body control in terms of when he's got the ball, when he's running, knowing where defenders are. Just his his situational awareness seems to be very very good um, as a tight end. Yeah, I, I think that assessment is pretty fair. I, I mean, he's a guy that gets in the film room, really really studies each opponent. And you're, you're right, when he gets out in the open, uh, 6'5", 250 is what he was listed last year. I'm sure that's changed to going into the, the camp here. But uh, he, he's a guy that can run like a wide receiver, can move like a wide receiver when he's out in the open. And he can shed a block uh, 
like a big tight end. So it's kind of this combination uh, of athletic and, uh, and power that, that you're looking for in the NFL. But, but at the same time, I, I think you touched on it the best. I, I think his route running is, is tremendous just because he does spend so much time in the film room and does spend so much time with the coaching staff the quarterbacks and with the wide receivers about who he needs to put him in position to, uh, to be that option at a tight end position. I, I just think that overall he, he's putting in all the work he needs to do. And, and uh, his, his football IQ as we call it is, is something that, uh, that rose above the rest here at San Jose state at that position. Now I noticed that when, for, for, for Josh Oliver, when he's lined up in the, in the offense, he's lined up everywhere, whether it's, in the backfield, kind of that that H back as a as a lead blocker, or to kind of go into motion, um, they put him split out wide. They put him kind of in a flanker to kind of uh, move back and forth. He runs in line. Um, he seems to be for the most part used everywhere in terms of the offense. Yeah, and I, I think because he was probably the 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 biggest threat on our in terms of being able to catch passes last year. There was a few injuries in our wide receiving core, and so we asked Josh to do a lot, and uh, it didn't seem like he was a traditional tight end in that sense. He caught 56 passes, which led the Spartans by close to 20 overall receptions. So, so there was a lot of balls thrown at Josh Oliver last year, and if you have that many targets, you have to try and bury the looks that you're giving defenses, and I think that's where you see him line up in the slot or, or line up just off of the uh, – the line or, or lineup even as a split wide receiver. So you, you had to vary those looks and, and it's a testament to, to his game because they could, they could give him those type of uh, options and, and line him up in different positions and, and really kind of uh, give a variety to the defense. And it's a testament to him because he's able to do it. Uh, not a lot of tight ends would be able to, to play those types of roles in an offense, but he was able to flourish in almost every style that they threw at him last year. All right, and just a, a, a couple more things. Uh, get, you know, tight ends are asked to do a lot of blocking. Just kind of give a, a little bit of an assessment um, in terms of his his blocking, not only in the in the pass game but also in the running game. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny. I was talking to Josh in the offseason before last year's began, and, and I said, well, "What was the thing that you worked on the most over the course of the offseason?" And he immediately said, "My blocking," because he felt that he didn't do a good job of that the year before he wanted to get better at it he his goal was to be in the NFL so he, he was asking coaches and, and other players what do I need to get to that level and they were all telling him you gotta be a better blocking tight end so he really worked on that and, and I thought uh, one of the biggest improvements we saw over the course of this season was that ability to block and the Spartans didn't have a lot of success in the run game this year but the success that they did have you go back on film, you, you look at some of the stuff that Josh was able to do to open up some gaps with the rest of the offensive line. And you, you, you almost give him assists for, for some of the big uh, time runs that the Spartans had last year. Uh, and the same can be said in, in the passing game. The, the, the Spartans uh, had some injuries, as I mentioned, on the wide receivers, but uh, Josh was able to, to pass, protect, and allow for other opportunities throughout the, the course of the season. So to me, year over year, you, you talk about the offensive numbers, but it's those, those moments where you see him blocking and, and really getting down to the nitty-gritty to something that's not going to show in stats that proves he put in a lot of work over the course of the offseason. 
And then one last thing, uh, I you know I, I tend to ask this a lot about about players if it if it doesn't get brought up, but um, in terms of him, I mean, you you mentioned that his he's very uh, tenacious in his film study and and trying to figure out how how to improve in terms of his leadership capabilities, not only um, on the field but uh, but in the locker room, is he more of the the vocal leader? Or is he more of the quiet, just do what needs to be done? And, and show it by by how he by how he um, plays on the field. Yeah, he, he's a lead by example type of player. Uh, he, he's not super vocal. Uh, when you get him into the weight room or, or in the locker room, he's probably one of the biggest players there. But he's not one of those guys that's going to be yelling, motivating, uh, you know, pushing on other players to, to get going. He's just there to do his work. And guys watch him do his work because it's impressive. And and I think. He tries to lead by that example to to set the pace for the rest of the players that are trying to get to that level, and uh, you know le- leaders lead in different ways, and I think his his style of doing it works uh, works really well. But he, he's not a guy that's going to get up in your face and really uh, going to talk a lot about his game. But he's he's a guy that's just going to lead by example and and try and set that tempo for the rest of the team. All right, well. Uh... Justin, I want to thank you for for giving us some of your time to talk about Josh Oliver and, and what um, he could possibly do at the at the next level as we get ready for the NFL draft. Again, thank you for giving us some of your time. And as I've said to, at the end of all my interviews, it's it's always a, a an honor and a pleasure to be able to talk with so many who have um, been able to see the game and see these players at a at a much more intimate level and a more consistent level, um, so that we can kind of. You know, you know, spread the knowledge of some of these players uh, to to football fans that maybe um, haven't been able to see some of these guys. So again, thank you, Justin, for giving us some of your time. Ryan, the pleasure's mine. Uh, keep doing the great work and uh, good job all around covering the upcoming NFL draft. All right, thank you so much. Thanks. Hey, Skull King Nation! Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.